It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Will Kane. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Greg Jarrett. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, October 30th, 2023. I'm Evan Brown. Protests lead to intimidation, threats, and fear across U.S. college campuses, echoing a growing rage of anti-Semitism amidst Israel's war against Hamas in the Gaza Strip. You have students calling and saying, Ron, like, should I put my Jewish star inside my shirt? That's terrible. Or or talking about being in in situations in their dorms uh, where there's what I would call aggressive acts taking place. And so this stuff has been heartbreaking. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. From the Ivy League to the Deep South, campus demonstrations billed as pro-Palestinian have increasingly taken darker turns with mobs and threats against Jewish students. Before the weekend, Jewish students at Cooper Union College in New York City were huddling in the library as an angry mob pounded on the doors, allegedly chanting Free Palestine and other things often interpreted as calling for violence against Jews. There have been similar issues at other campuses in New York City like Columbia and NYU. It doesn't feel like we're in America in 2023 anymore. It feels like we're in 1939 Nazi Germany. And police warned Jewish students at Cornell in New York State to stay away from a building where Jewish activities are often held after word came of a threat. And in New Orleans, demonstrators appeared to taunt Jewish passersby near Tulane University by burning an Israeli flag. And that led to a melee. We need, we need help. Tulane student Ryan Samos recorded this. It did turn violent, and you know, we were horrified by that. It was a very, very, I say scary time. It was a very tense time for, for everyone. Uh, our building here at Hillel, we went into lockdown. Uh, we had extra security from uh, the New Orleans Police Department, and we were doing everything we could to just make sure that our students were feeling safe and supported. Ron Gubitz is the executive director for the Tulane chapter of Hillel, the Campus Jewish Students Association. We went to the hospital with one of the students who was injured and we uh, had food out and, and brought local clergy in to make sure that our students had a place where they could come away from from that so that they, again, could be in a, a supportive spot. So let's um, get into some more of the I guess the, the nitty gritty details of it, because th- this uh, this did get a little extreme. I, I know that there was a uh, there was also some problems, I guess, with the campus not shutting down an area for this protest. This thing got a bit unsafe is what I'm trying to ascertain, or at least from the what I've read. I obviously wasn't there. But let's talk a little bit more about the um, the atmosphere in, in, in that time frame. You know, I, I can't speculate a, a ton because I was not physically there, right? Uh, I did have members of my, my staff there, uh, but this was... Uh, the tensions were really high. Folks screaming back and forth across the street. Um, there was a 
a, a, what do you call it, a Jeep or a truck driving back and forth um, that that seemed to be uh, instigating or, or ratcheting up um, the, the tension. And so, yeah, it was, a, you know, everything I've seen and heard, um, it, it was a very tense and 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 scary or, or time where folks were, were fearful. Let's talk about that fear. You know, uh, your students who are involved in Hillel, they're, they're, they do that because they are actively living their lives as Jews uh, of, of rather different levels of observance, perhaps, but still actively as, as Jews. And they come to a campus like Hillel, which, uh, excuse me, they come to a campus like Tulane, which has a, a, a sizable population of Jews in its student body. I think it's something along the lines of 45%. Uh, they don't expect to have to fear for their safety in this regard, do they? That this is something that they were not expecting when they came to campus this year. You know, I, I do think Tulane is one of the best universities in the country to go to if you are a Jewish student. Uh, it is an amazing place, and we've had a long, I'd say, storied history here at Tulane, uh, one that's been an amazing partnership. Uh, so yeah, this felt very much out of character and very, very different than how Jews experience their time here. We have a, a very, very strong Hillel. Um, hundreds of students are are in our building every single day. Uh, we have a, a very strong Chabad as well. Like this is a strong Jewish community. The Jewish infrastructure here right. uh, is strong and it just feels in some ways like, uh, you know, if you, Folks say it just feels like you're at, oftentimes a Jewish summer camp. So it's an amazing place for students to go to school. And I think that's, you know, contributing to to this climate of what felt like a real a real turn or a real shift in a way that, that made folks uneasy. Let's talk about that uneasiness a bit more, because obviously you can't control what another group of people will do. People will do things that it may be unsavory or it may be. Uh, construed as violence, then there's the reaction to it afterwards. Uh, we have seen on other college campuses some very, very scary situations over these past few days. Cooper Union in New York City, uh, Jews locked in a library with people trying to get to them, banging on a door. Uh, at uh, Cornell University, upstate New York, uh, Jews told to don't come to the building where all the Jewish life activities are because there have been threats um what has the campus done in these past few days at tulane there obviously has to have been a response here uh probably through this whole past few weeks as as certainly world events have uh have prompted campus conversations but uh but how how would you describe the the campus response here the tulane university and the administration are are really we have a strong partnership and i i gotta say that they they responded i think in a, a really amazing way we've had direct close contact with multiple administrators uh, across the university and and with the president's office and so you know things that we have asked for um for for the university to show up uh and, and to provide support or security for our, our students uh really has been uh i'd say a heartening response uh one that i know we all wish we didn't even have to be having conversations about we're speaking with Ron Gubitz. He's the executive director of the Tulane University chapter of Hillel, the Jewish student organization, as pro-Palestinian protesters target Jews on campus. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. Tell us about the conversations with students. Uh, certainly, they're, they're, whether it's a, a, a formal sit-down and discussion or, or a, 
or just someone maybe knocking on your door and needing a few minutes. I mean, this is something that people have to deal with, and it it's uh, it can be scary. I, I think for so many American Jews, uh, you we are all reminded of the stories of our grandparents, or maybe even for some of these students, it's the great-grandparents at this point, uh, who survived and lost family in Europe in World War II. But I, I think there has always been a, a sort of like a historical disconnect that was so long ago. Uh, um, and then again, not just stories of concentration camps, but stories of, of pogroms, stories of, of academic uh, institutions holding symposiums uh, with anti-Semitic and anti-Jewish uh, um, themes and discussions uh, to, to almost sort of elevate that kind of talk. Uh, and here we are again, again, not just Tulane, but these other campuses. So how do those conversations go with students? I got to say, I mean, that has been both the hardest part or saddest part of my job in the last few weeks and something that I, I never expected that, you know, when, when you when you take on a role like this, it's not something you expect, but also one that I'm, I'm frankly really proud of my team uh, for doing. We have been since the the massacre on October 7th. Uh, we have been in touch with students and with parents and what we heard, you know, I'm happy to share a few specifics, yeah, but you know, what do. we've heard was just downright sadness, right? We have so many folks who have connections to the state of Israel, whether that's um, former students who sat in my office just six, uh, six months ago and are now in the IDF. Uh, we have family members. We have, you know, I was there this summer studying uh, in Jerusalem. And so I have friends and family there. So everyone was feeling this very deeply, this mourning that was happening. And, and in that, you also hear, I, I think, response to generational trauma. You know, we had homecoming and Parents were saying to me in their entire lives, they've never felt as as worried or as concerned or, or scared as they're feeling now, not just for themselves, uh, but for their students. Uh, you have students calling and saying, Ron, like, should I put my Jewish star inside my shirt? Uh, that's terrible. Or, or talking about being in, in situations in their dorms uh, where there's, you know, what I would call aggressive acts taking place. And so this stuff has been heartbreaking. I'll never forget on Thursday, we have the door locked. I'm standing out front and I'm questioning everybody who's coming in. What are you here for? Uh, you know, usually it's class or to stop by our restaurant and students crying and saying, thank you so much. And I just never thought that I would be in a place where students would be thanking me for just being outside a locked door uh, and buzzing them in. So that those things have, have been heartbreaking, uh, and we are all trying to, to get through that together. What, what have some of the students said about uh, in the dorms? They've had confrontations? Have they had, I mean, it, it, what, what, is, what has happened in there? You know, I, I think this can range. Uh, there's, you know, being in an elevator and someone maybe making a comment that could be interpreted as, as threatening um, based on the fact that the student was wearing blue and white on the blue and white day uh, or students putting up posters. Um, you know, it's it's fine to have a political view uh, or to believe in Palestinian rights or a free Palestinian state. Uh, it's another thing to put one up in uh, to put a poster up in a dorm without having a conversation with your roommate who, um, you know, may be feeling intimidated by something like that. So, you know, there's there's small I'd say micro and 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 macro things happening, um, and you know ultimately students are feeling a sense of what can I do? How do I do something positive and productive? Yeah. And so we've been working with students to to try to channel some of that and put together some some events that are nonviolent, that are positive and productive, and really celebrate Jewish joy. You know, I 
I invited everyone on our Instagram. I said, you got to come to Shabbat this week. Um, I know it's Halloween Friday and Halloween Shabbat has been the least attended over the last four years since I started working here. And we had an amazing turnout. We had extra security, of course, and it was Mizrahi and Sephardi Heritage Shabbat. So our menu was super special. And we saw uh, about three times the amount of students come to services than we usually have. And we still had over 115 students come for Shabbat. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful to be together and to be with each other and to laugh and to put our phones away and just be together in, in Jewish community. So I think, you know, even in the midst of all of these things, we are still finding that that I like to call it Jewish joy. There's no doubt, I, I would think, uh associations for Muslim students, Arabic students uh, on campus as well, probably to some regard. Have, has there been any discussions with them about talking this out, about having to coexist on one campus together? Um, I, I would have to think that the the adults in the room, so to speak, uh, the, the advisors, the uh, the hired professionals maybe would have an interest in in, in turning down temperatures. We are getting ready, I think, to move into that phase of things. I think, you know, folks have been, again, in this yeah. this time of mourning. Uh, we're coming up on the Shiloshim on the 30, 30 days, and uh, it is it is still, a, I think, a, a really tough time. We are just seeing students being open to and wanting to genuinely have conversations, whether be they academic or political, uh, and we are working on facilitating those uh, with the university, with our, our campus partners, our friends in the Muslim Student Association. Um, you know, we we we, we want to make sure that we can move this to what I think it should be on, on a college campus, which is where people can be safe. Um, they can engage in, in debate and, and freedom, and especially at a place to, at Tulane where we're so sociable. We, so we, we want to express differing ideas. That's totally fine, but do it in a way that's respectful and, and peaceful. And so I think that we are moving into that that phase of things now um we'll see all right rob gubitz you are the executive director of hillel at tulane university in new orleans thank you so much for being with us on the fox news rundown evening edition you've been listening to the fox news rundown and now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com listen ad-free on fox news podcasts plus on apple podcasts and prime members can listen to the show ad-free on amazon music and for up-to-the-minute news go to foxnews.com Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.